morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My voice just cracked there, and today I'm talking to myself. Oh, good start, Adam. Um, today I want to talk about being alone, uh, you know, just and how there are benefits to being alone, and why it's really easy to consider being alone a bad thing or a negative thing or just an outright evil thing, uh, which is how my brain often processes these things. Um, so. Um, First of all, I wanted to kind of start with the reason I came up with this subject and this topic is because I am somebody who believes themselves to be an extrovert. I am somebody who truly feels like more often than not that I feel better, I feel energy, I feel strong when I'm around people, specifically people that I can interact with. Um, you know, and a lot of people tend to confuse extroversion and introversion with you know, you like people or you don't like people. And, you know, the, the the cut and dry version of that is, no, it's just how you feel better after a long day of doing anything. Do you prefer to be alone or do you prefer to spend time with people? How do you recharge? How do you feel better uh, after a long day? You know, th that's pretty much the only difference. I know tons of introverts who are great at social interaction, but after a couple hours just need to go home because they're just, they're just drained. It just takes a lot out of them. You know, it doesn't mean they hate people. Um... But anyway, uh, so something I've been struggling with, kind of where I came up with this, was um, I'm somebody who loves to be around people, specifically people I can interact with. Um, you know, if I'm in a big crowd and I can't move, I'm not claustrophobic, but well, maybe I am to some degree, I suppose. I might have talked about that in a different episode. But um, it's not as much as I'm talk claustrophobic, but like I want to be able to move and interact and be free. Uh, but if it's just a bunch of people namelessly just talking and chatting and making noise, like that's not fun for me. So it's not that I need to be around just groups of people. I need to be around people that I can interact with. I need to be around people that I can make a connection with and, and experience something with. Um, and I'm realizing that you know, as adult life progresses, uh, I'm 31 now. I'll be 32 in July. Uh, I don't know when I'm releasing this episode. So by then, uh, I could have been 32 or I might not be anymore. So whatever. But as of this recording, I'm 31. And um, I'm realizing that... even. I realize this throughout my 20s, but even in my, you know, now my 30s, that uh, it's getting even harder for me to see people that I love and care about, you know, specifically, you know, friends uh, and even some family. Um, as life gets busy, they have kids, they move, new jobs, locations, uh, you know, just life that makes you busy and, and other encounters and other friendships and relationships that you've made tends to make time that you used to spend weekly or every other day, you know, months. Um, and I'm realizing that right now, uh, and I'm having a bit of a struggle where uh, people who I used to see every week or every other week on weekends that I really look forward to, because that's how I need to recharge after a long week of work, is I look forward to these interactions. I look forward to spending these hours with these people who I love and can interact with, because um, I feel better after a long week. And um, I haven't been getting that, and, uh, you know, I used to play Dungeons & Dragons every week, and then it was every other week, and then it was every few weeks, and, you know, every now it's every couple of months, and, uh, you know, I'm trying board game nights now, and trying to reconnect um, with people, and I'm realizing that I need to find value in being alone, because I tend to resent people who I became so reliant upon in the past to let me spend time with them, you know, I'm putting a burden on them that they don't even know that they have. And I've, I've been realizing that I've been very unfair. And the, the mark that hit me the most was I have a Facebook group chat, uh, two of them actually, that has like, some have same members and some have a few different ones. 
and the main one had all of my friends that I used to see every day or every every week rather all the time and then I found that after every time I'd be like hey what about this weekend what about this weekend what about this weekend and everybody would always have an excuse always something going on that you know you hate people get stuck in their ruts and their routines and all of a sudden it's, it's not that they're really busy it's just they think that they're busy you know and I used to get mad at that you know I'd be like hey what are you doing he'd be like I'm working I'd be like well they would be like, oh, I work Saturday, or I got this going on Saturday. But like, well, what time are you wrapping up? What time do you start? I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, I go in at like 10, and I get out at like 5. I'm like, that leaves you the rest of your day. And they're like, yeah, but, you know, I just like to go home and chill afterwards. And this is where I'd have, like, my struggle, because I'm like, most of my friends are introverted at heart, so I get that. But again, they, I'd be like, all right, well, why don't you just hang out for a few hours, let yourself decompress, and I'll come over at like 7. You don't got to work the next day, so why don't we just... You know, you don't got to work till like, one or two the next day. Why don't we hang out for a few hours? But then, like, that's where, like, I can't decide if I'm being too lenient with people because I understand that they're, you know... That's the problem. If you're too understanding, then you give everybody an excuse and an out for everything. And then you don't... You don't fight for anything. You don't... Yeah, I don't know. So then I started to feel less important. I started to feel like they didn't want to spend time with me and that they'd much rather spend time alone. And they just get stuck in their routines. And so I just left the Facebook group. I just... I got angry with my friends and I left. Um, it's not that we still don't talk or anything, but, like, I just left the group because, like, I hadn't seen them all in such a long time that I was just, like, you know, whatever. Um, I just, I just became frustrated, and I started to feel very guilty about that. Um, where I'm just, I'm getting angry with these people I love because they can't make time for me, and, um, I think there's some credence to that, but, I, again, I feel like part of it's just me, um, Again, I became reliant on, on something, and now I'm not having it anymore, so I need to be okay with being alone, which brings me back around to why I'm recording this episode, is I did some research. Uh, now, it was loose research, because some of these things I kind of already know. Uh, I think I just needed to hear it from something else and someone else um, to kind of explore some of the benefits of being alone and how, you know, even extroverts like myself, um, and I'm actually learning a little bit about this, which is pretty interesting, that even extroverts need time to recharge separately from people at times. Uh, and this is where one thing in one of these uh, articles I was reading uh, really talks about how something that really hit the nail on the head for me as an extrovert, how even maybe introverts experience this, is that if you spend so much time with everyone else, you, you care about their well-being and you care about their problems and you want to help them. The problem is that there, there's a lot of they in there and not a lot of you and um I, I i know this this is one of the things that like you know but you still do is i've always said that you have to have a strong foundation to support others and i know that but i've been feeling mine crumble over the past few years and i've been realizing it's because i haven't been i haven't been paying as much attention to myself as i have other people um and uh it's really starting to catch up to me and now that I'm put in a, in a situation where I'm so so obsessed with being around other people that, you know, I realize that, I don't know if it's because I'm scared or if it's because it's just foreign, but anything that involves me having to go do anything by myself is like, it's hard to get that going. It's hard to, when you're so used to having a companion, when you're so used to having somebody, I don't need anybody to motivate me like physically to say, hey, you can do it, go, go shopping at them. I just feel better knowing that they're there because I like having interaction. I like having someone to talk to about the world that I'm experiencing. And when I don't have that, like, it's weird to 
to think like, oh, Adam, you have to do something by yourself that's so mundane, you know, like shopping. I used to, I got so used to having my girlfriend with me every time I went grocery shopping that it, it took me a while to get used to that. But that's what I had to do. That's when I had to force me out of that habit, that comfort zone. Uh, you know, I've never been to a movie by myself, and I, I'm still working my way up to doing that. Uh, I've been told it's great. Um, but I like going to movies because I can talk to somebody about it afterwards. And, you know, I I don't know. I just, it shouldn't be that hard. But why is it that hard? You know, maybe it's because there's no interaction there. I don't know. Um, you know, going to a, a, a board game store the other day, I went out to go grab a couple new games. And uh, it was weird because I usually go with somebody. And, you know, this was a big one for me was to go and to go to the board game store I'm cool with interacting with strangers. I actually enjoy it very much. That's kind of how I got through it was instead of just kind of perusing, I talked to one of the people behind the counter and they came out from behind the counter and talked to me about all these games I'd never played before. And I was having a very extended interaction with somebody who was delighted to talk about all these games that they love to do or to play. And um, that's how I got through it. And I thought, okay, like you can do this. So maybe a movie isn't the first one I should do, but I need to work myself to it. So then I was like, all right, I need to go buy some more what I call big boy clothes. All my fancy clothes I like to wear for work. And so I was like, all right, you know, because for a while there I was trying to shop around. I'm like, hey, does anybody want to go clothes shopping with me? Like, <laughs> I know I felt so silly asking that question, but I was like, you know, it's nice to have somebody's opinion and to look at the outfit and be like, oh, what do you think? So I went to a place uh, in the mall. It's called um, Express. And uh, I've never paid this much for clothing before, but, you know, I thought you're going to get better quality clothing if you... Instead of thrifting all the time, you'll find, I thought, I'll pay extra for service. So I'm going to go to a place where there's somebody who's a little bit more knowledgeable and it's not just a thrift store or a, or a secondhand store or whatever. Um, and I was like, I'll get service. So I'll pay extra to get service. So I went in there. I was like, all right, Adam, what you did was you went to the board game store and you interacted with an associate. So I was like, I'm going to see if I can get away with that. Because I looked for a while, but I didn't know what I was doing. Like, there's a whole world of clothing that it's hard to find. You know, for me, I'm built like somebody who took like different parts of a baby doll and just like you know put big parts and little parts and you know I got little baby girl arms but a but a but strong torso you know but like weird shaped weird length legs really long head you know just finding stuff that fits all the way around is really hard for me <laughs> and so I haven't been able to wear a shirt where I can button the top button in years um and so I went to Express, and I talked to somebody about it. I said, hey, I could use some help. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what clothing I should buy. He would ask me all these questions I didn't know the answers to. Like, well, what cut of pants do you wear? What, what, what's, what's the width of the chest or whatever in the shirt? So I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know the answer to those questions. <laughs> so he would look at me, and you know, I could tell he knew his job and his, his, his craft. And he'd look at me, he'd be like, uh, you look like you're about a 15 and a half in the neck, maybe a 16. Why don't we try a 15 and a half first? Then we'll do blah, blah, blah. What cut pant you, pants are you wearing? I was like, dude, I don't know. He goes, why don't we try straight like this and blah, blah, that. He says, what size pants are you wearing? I said, I think like a 32 waist. And he says, you're not a 32. You're definitely a 31. Let's get you into a 31. You know, and I never had that experience before. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take your lead. You are the one who's in control here. You know your craft. I'll take your word for it and give it all these things a try. And I was very happy at the end of it. And I realized that I did this all by myself, which <laughs> is a big deal for me because I was like, hey, I went into a fancy store. Well, fancier than what I usually go into anyway. It wasn't like a big old fancy store, but fancy enough. Um, and the guy helped me out. You know, his name's Dan. Cool guy, Dan at Express. So if you go to Express uh, and there's a guy named Dan there, tall guy, glasses, dark hair, beard, 
cool guy Dan Dan if you ever hear me man you're awesome thank you um, and so that's my pitch for Dan <laughs> Express you want to sponsor me um, so um, but that was a big deal because I thought okay I got to use my strength to get through these situations that I deemed already in my mind uncomfortable so I went in there and I was like alright I'm going to interact with a sales associate again because this is their area of expertise this makes sense to me so I had to pay a little bit extra for this experience, but it helped me in a lot of ways. One was, again, I did it by myself, and I had somebody else, an expert I, help take care of me. And I thought, man, this is like really informative in so many ways for my work, for my life, you know, being on the end of a service that like I can pay a little bit more attention to, because I work a service job too, so to speak. You know, I teach people a physical skill and I often wonder like what their experience is like. It's important to you know what the customer experience is like. So that was teaching or telling for me, number one. And number two, I did it on my own. I did it on my own with someone else, if that makes sense. <laughs> you know, with the help of someone else, I did it on my own. Um, and I think, I think that was a really big step for me. Now, there's still a lot of things I'm still working through, um, like driving certain places on my own or, um, you know, I haven't conquered the movie mountain yet, but I'm getting there. I'm going to do it. I'm thinking about going to see Birds of Prey. Well, that dates this a little bit, but <laughs> Birds of Prey came out a little while ago, and it still happens to be in theaters. Um, if not, I don't know. I'll, I'll find something. I'll just go say, you know what? Maybe I'll do a, a twofer. I'll go to a movie by myself and see something I probably don't even know what it is, just to have an experience, just something new. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. But I'll let you guys know when I get there. But uh, but again, I'm realizing th the parts that I have a trouble with after that is when I'm actually alone, alone where I'm not going anywhere, I'm in my place, uh, I'm at my computer just buzzing through YouTube videos or, you know, I'm recording podcasts. This is another way that I have been trying to step out of my comfort zone is by talking to people that aren't there. Um, I tried that with YouTube, uh, but it didn't feel as genuine. This feels a little bit more genuine to me. Um, you know, it feels less stressful. I like, I know that it's, I don't want to get too far into it because it's a different episode, but this feels more like my avenue because I don't have to look at anybody where when you look at a camera, you have to pretend like you're looking into somebody's eyes. And for somebody who's as social as I am, that is so difficult to know that you're not looking at anybody's face when you have to look into a camera. If there's a studio audience, it's different. If there's somebody behind the camera, then it's different. Like I can, I can feel that. But when I'm working solo and I know nobody's there, it's different. But this, at least, it's a little bit more, it's almost like an audio diary with hopes that people will listen to it. Um, but anyway, like this was one of my things was like I had to hold a conversation by myself, which is a lot harder than people realize that it is, even for a talker like me, um, to to keep the uh, to keep the conversation going. And uh, especially when you have to pause and take a sip, like right now. Mmm. Ah, delicious. Also realize that I can take a sip and say mmm at the same time, and there's still noise. <laughs> um, but being alone, being in the room by myself with no one to talk to, um, that is a challenge because I don't know what to do with myself aside from record podcasts and stick around on Steam or watch videos or find random articles to read. And, and I realized that while those are all good things, they're all distractions. They're all something that keeps my brain doing something so I can kill time. And I thought, why do I want to keep killing time? I need to be productive with my time. I need to do something with my time. Which is another reason why I had the podcast, because at least I feel like I'm pushing towards something. 
with my time. Uh, and so that's what led me to look up some of these articles I have, uh, one of which I have in front of me is from, from greatest.com, um, Alone Time for Extroverts is what the article is called. Um, and there's a couple of things on here, one of which I mentioned earlier, which was, um, you know, um, spending, spending time on yourself because you spend so much time on everybody else, which is super powerful for me. Um, and, and, it, and it's right, and, you know, it's something I've always known, but I don't do enough. Um, but one of them is, uh, they say, you need to process emotions that you usually wouldn't explore. And, you know, I guess everybody's prone to this, where if you spend a lot of time with people, or if you have a specific hobby that you like to do, it's a distraction, or it's a, it's a therapy, because there's other things going on that maybe you're not acknowledging. Like, I've haven't been shy about hardships that I've gone through in this life most recently and, and in my past, um, in my more distant past rather. And, um, you know, sometimes you just know that you just go to your habits. Like what makes you feel better when you feel like shit? For me, it's when I'm hanging out with my friends, when I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons, when I have a board game night, uh, when I'm sharing stories. And, you know, and while those things are all good, sometimes you don't really process uh, grief, you don't process stress, you don't process uh, any curiosities or, or slight myths you may have with somebody because you just don't want to think about it. And this is one that says, sometimes you are forced to confront unhealed emotional wounds, both recent and long-standing. And I thought, wow, <laughs> yeah, maybe. You might have something there, greatest.com alone time for extroverts article um and something that says a quote from here says a problem can only be solved if its presence is first acknowledged and uh yeah it's like that's a big one that's a real big one um and you're right like if you ignore the phantoms long enough they're gonna gather and they're gonna <laughs> eventually they're gonna make themselves known and in whatever way that's going to shred your brain entirely um, you know, and I realized that, um, something I need to do is, um, r is realize that there are other things that I can do to face these things. Like, I don't have to have my own therapy session, but I think it's okay to think about them. And to, and again, that's, that's my problem. And maybe that is a crutch I have is I don't, I don't process things. I like to think that I process emotions quite well, but even I'm, I'm human that I know of. And um, it's it's easy to think that you've come to terms with uh, with something when you didn't. And I've had this, and this reminded me. You know, I talked about my breakup uh, a while back, and um, that still creeps up from time to time. And it crept up then. Like I thought I was fine. I thought I was over it. I thought everything was good. I processed it. You know, I tried to date other people. I thought I moved on from it when there was still things that I didn't acknowledge and I realized when I went back and really kind of plotted out the timeline a little bit I had been spending all of my time with either new people or old friends or this project here this podcast or my I've been spending tons of time with my family with my sister and her kids and my brother-in-law and um I've been focusing on my little brother his issues and kind of what I can do to help him I realized that while I thought I was fine it's just because I wasn't thinking about it and that was a problem. I think I needed to think about it more. I needed to process more. I needed to accept things. 
And this is one of those times where I realized it's because I was not okay with spending time alone or focusing on myself. So, self-care in general, or at least self-focus, uh, it's pretty important stuff. And, um, yeah, it was... This has all been a very telling experience for me and why I want to share this. Sip time. Mm-mm-mm. Because... I feel like there are a lot of people out there that are like me. A lot of people don't think of themselves as extroverts and, hell, even introverted people, you know, you spend time alone to recharge, but even then, you probably have a bunch of things that you do that it's just your go-to thing. Make a cup of tea, read your favorite book, you know, binge watch one of your favorite TV shows alone, um, whatever that may be, play video games by yourself. Um, whether you're extroverted or introverted, I think it's very easy just to find your own habits and ignore problems in your brain. And I think one thing about spending alone time, at least I think introverts have probably more opportunity for, well, I say opportunity, but maybe more of, a, of an aptitude to process, is that, hey, you have things that you can face because you're used to being, at least being, being by yourself to have the opportunity to do that. Where for me... It's so hard because you usually need someone to bounce emotions or ideas off of. And so to do it all on my own, you know, uh, I remember a few weeks ago I had like a really, really good cry. And, and, and I don't usually describe cries as good. It's only a few times in my life where I've really, truly just really let it out and just felt overwhelmed. And I had one the other day. Um, you know, again, just dealing with things and... Um, I, I found an old note from my from my ex. Again, a subject that creeps up in my brain still, because there's still parts of me that apparently aren't completely healed on it. And I found a note from my ex that she had left me at work, like, I think like seven months after we started dating. And I, I tucked it away in my wallet because I always wanted to keep it with me because it was a very cute little, little note that she left me that really made my day that day. Um, and I found it in my wallet when I was cleaning out a bunch of old library cards and credit cards I don't use anymore and just papers that kind of pile up in there. Uh, hoping to maybe find that extra million dollars I misplaced, but, you know, I wasn't there, sorry. And, uh, you know, I found this note and just sat there for a while and I just stared at it. I didn't know what to do with it. I was like, do I put it back in my wallet? Like, is that stupid? Like, I had this in here this whole time. And I read it. And I read it some more. It was only, like, just a couple sentences. And then... All of a sudden, I just felt just blindsided by this. My face got real hot, and my eyes got real watery, and I just, my head felt, it was like a million pounds. I just like threw my head back into my chair, and I just let it out, man. And I realized again, right there, if I weren't alone, if I weren't alone to talk to myself, to, like I have now, and to process, I might not have realized where I was at that or that I still needed to a little bit more time. And, you know, it's scary for somebody like me, but I think it's important and I'm going to try harder to, you know, get away from social media, get away from YouTube, get away from the computer once in a while um, and just like give myself time to just think and to process and like, how, how am I doing? How am, how is, how am Adam? <laughs> how is Adam doing? Um, and see where I'm at. So, you know, being alone isn't isn't so bad. Um, and by alone, I mentioned social media. I think it's good to get away from that too. Like, just surfing through Facebook or YouTube. Those are social media. That I'm trying to, you know, I, you know, I need to be gen. Like one thing on here, it talks about how you want to feel like you are genuinely alone. 
to you'll feel better like being alone physically but having somebody that you're playing halo with or being alone physically but having somebody else's life to focus on on facebook or youtube is not truly being alone and i, I think they're right i need to be genuinely alone like by myself not thinking about anyone else for a minute just give myself time so maybe i'll go back back to meditating or something uh here that's good for you it's been a little while since i've done it um but I think, I think overall, um, uh, the biggest one that I think I take away from this, that actually this article mentions too, is that you need to take time to make positive changes or tap into your creative side, which that is the one thing that I realized that I have been doing since I've been trying to get out, to be, be okay with spending time with myself, but get out all of these wants to talk is to record this podcast and to put it out there, which is, it's hard, you know, I'm not, I'm I'm usually okay with putting myself out there, but usually it's the people that already kind of know you, where this is putting yourself out there to an unknown, um, but it lets me get a little bit creative and to, you know, I explored it with YouTube, I explored it with, you know, I'm trying to learn how to draw, still working on that, uh, which is fun, you know, that's when I've been also a little therapeutic, is to just try to learn how to draw, um, but just doing this podcast has been very beneficial because it lets me explore my creative side and come up with ideas and and topics to explore and to learn about and to share how I feel or what I think that they mean Um, and also share a little bit more about myself so um, this has been nice so that's another one that I think is really important so you want to take time to explore your creative side or to make positive changes change something up clean your room that's a positive one (laughs) clean your sheets um, whatever that may be but you know, so whether it's being more creative, processing emotions that you wouldn't normally explore, just being better at self-care and getting away from social media, those are all good things that, you know, I need to work on more and that maybe you need too. Um, and I think, uh, you know, I think one thing I'm also realizing when I spend more time with myself before I wrap up here is that you appreciate relationships that you know, you don't know how much you appreciate them until you step away from them for a while and realize like, hey, you know what, maybe those people are really busy, but I'm glad that I have them, I'm glad that they're, you know, some of them still check on me from time to time, that's really cool, I'm glad I have them, it also helps you remember other friends that maybe you don't focus on as much, like I have a friend named Jess who I've been spending a lot more time with the past few weekends, um, just because I thought about her, I was alone, and I was like, you know, realize that I haven't seen her in such a long time we used to be so close and so I just reached out and said hey what the hell are you doing and you know it helps you bridge new, or build new bridges or to dust off old bridges and repair them and forge them stronger so some things I need to learn and maybe some stuff you can try to if you're anything like me or if you're not like me but still may realize that you distract yourself more than come to terms with things so that's it I think I'm done Whew. I'm hungry. Time for some breakfast. Uh, it's 11.30 in the morning. Time for me to eat. <laughs> uh, but all right, sincerely from the bottom of my heart, as always, thank you so much for getting this far with me. Uh, you guys are great. Uh, if you could do me a favor, um, I've been trying to think about this more, is if you wouldn't mind leaving me some kind of a, of a review on whatever podcast or social media that you get this on. Um, you know, be honest. Uh, I love feedback, so please let me know. Uh, I don't have an official email for... Um, for the show yet uh, I should get on doing that maybe I will uh, but for right now you can just um, just leave me a review um, and uh, just let me know what you think and I'll get feedback from that and I'll come up with a um, with a, a better means of communicating to me 
And in the meantime, I'm going to wrap this puppy up here. Thanks again so much. You guys are great. So in the meantime, I hope that you're taking care of your mind, taking care of your heart, and most importantly, as always, taking care of each other, baby. And I will see you later.